Hello, everyone, and welcome to Digital Journeys. Today, we continue our discussion with Trace Armstrong and Aaron Robinson on the benefits of migrating from Lotus Notes to SharePoint online or on-premise. So with that, I turn it over to Trace. Thanks, Jerry, for having me back again. This is part two of a discussion about migrating Lotus Notes applications and databases to SharePoint online or on-premise. I'm here again with Aaron Robinson. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing just, I'm doing very well. Happy to be back again, working with you and, and, and discussing um, SharePoint and Lotus Notes migration. Absolutely. So for those of you that have not listened to part one, I would recommend hitting the pause or the stop button. Go back and listen to part one and join us here because this probably won't make a whole lot of sense otherwise. So uh, let's kick it off with talking about some of the creativity involved in the solution that we developed to migrate these Lotus Notes applications and databases to SharePoint. Start off with uh, a migration tool that we tested because we vetted several migration tools. Tell us about the one we selected and what it does. There are several tools out there that you would generally use in a migration um, to SharePoint environment. There are tools out there, um, ShareGate and some other um, migration tools that are good candidates. But because this is Lotus Notes, you needed a, a tool that was more geared towards its unstructured format. And so the tool that we selected is called Swing. And what Swing does is it's able to connect to the Lotus Notes databases. It finds all of the fields that are available, creates these same fields on the SharePoint side or in the source or destination rather in this destination platform or the destination database replicates those fields, and then you're able to move that, that data back and forth. So Swing allowed us to easily move the data that we needed, and not just the data, but documents also. So all the documents that's, in, that's associated to uh, any particular piece of data, we were able to move that also. So um, that was the tool that we selected, um, and, and that's kind of how that tool worked. Absolutely. What a great way to put that. And so now that we've gotten our database information from a database into a SharePoint list, what right. we have is, is a list of all these records. All right. the files are attached to the individual list item, which on SharePoint, we both agreed was a big no-no. So right. how do we extract these files and make a workable solution so that from an end user perspective who's coming from the world of Lotus Notes into a modern SharePoint look, what do we do? So uh, again, once you've, so once you've used this, the Swing product um, to move this data over, uh, as you just described, once that data finds its way into a SharePoint list, all that data now, and we have the documents that's associated to each row of data in a SharePoint list. However, one of the one of the fallbacks of this is that you have so well first you have to understand you have a SharePoint list and then you have a SharePoint library. Lists are where you generally would store data, and then you can attach files to that data. A library is generally where you have documents. So your documents are your leading records, similarly to the Lotus Notes concept. Documents are your leading records. Well, Swing is taking that data and is sticking it to a list. So those documents now are merely attachments to a row of data. So the downside of that is the only way to really access those documents, you have to go into that record and then you open those attachments. 
And those attachments um, are not privy to any document management features. In other words, you can't use features such as co-authoring on these documents, or you can't use features such as versioning or checking documents in and checking documents out. Um, those features aren't available in a list. They're available in a library. And because Swing stuck them into a list, now we have to figure out how to get them out of that list, get them into a library. But once we get them to the library, we have to make the relationship back to that list. So whatever whatever documents we pull out and we put into a library, we have to know what record in that list does that document belong to. So in order to make that happen, after the Swing migration tool has moved all the data, moved the documents, we then use PowerShell scripts. So we built, there are a few PowerShell scripts we had to build. Um, one would go into the list where the data is now stored and the documents are uh, stored as attachments. They're going to each one of those records, pull out all of those documents, and then it goes into a SharePoint library that we would have create, created and put all of those I'll put all of those documents in the in folders. And in each of those folders would have a number that's associated to a record in the list. So we would have all these folders laid out in this library. All the documents now are stored in each one of these folders. And now uh, we're able to run another script that, that ensures that there is a tie or a relationship between each folder and its record. So now we're able to actually replicate that same field that we had in Lotus Notes because now I can use a tool to build these pages. In our case, we use Palmcell. Um, that is a form designer. Um, um, this one of many tools that are out there in the market. Um, but Palmcell allowed us to go back, build out all of our forms, and then um, pull in views uh, that allow us to, to pull in a document folder right there into this page. And so now I have everything that I need, once again, on one page. Um, but again, that took a number of different pieces between Swing, PowerShell scripts, and the uh, form designer. We were able to kind of rebuild um, that Lotus Notes experience um, into SharePoint. And now users are able to, uh, to um, use the tool um, with familiarity and, and, and not requiring a whole lot of training. Absolutely. So I want to take what you just said and summarize it. And then I have a question to tag at the end of it. So we've migrated the data. It's in a list. We wrote a PowerShell script that is extracting those files. That PowerShell script looks at each individual record's title field and goes, okay, I'm going to name the folder in the library this, and then I'm going to attach the documents to that record in this folder. Then I'm going to go to the next record and I'm going to go on and on and on until I've done all of that. Then from that next right. point, we're using workflows to link everything up on those records so that for an end user, they're looking at that SharePoint list, they see all this information, and then I can click and read through the documents if I need to. So um, there's one distinction here that I want to highlight. So for this particular instance, we were migrating to SharePoint on-premise because of a business policy. Now, a lot of organizations are going to want to go the SharePoint online route and put everything in the cloud. What is the difference for the look and feel of like entering and creating new records? What are options for on-prem versus SharePoint online? So in SharePoint online, if, you, if you've kept up with uh, the iterations of SharePoint period, you know that 
um, SharePoint has gone through um, a huge uh, redesign. Um, and so SharePoint Online has what we call modern pages. And the whole idea is that uh, the SharePoint Online presents these pages in a much more vibrant way. They look vibrant. Uh, the pages are very vibrant. They have a lot of colors to them. The uh, icons are bigger. They're larger. And it's just more modern, uh, hence the term modern pages. Um, so once you start using the SharePoint Online, a lot of the uh, forms that are out of the box, they actually look much better than they would have on-prem. So even before you actually have to build any forms in SharePoint Online, you're presented with, with forms um, out of the box that you might find to be suitable for your, for your needs. So that's first, is that SharePoint Online actually presents some pretty decent forms for you to enter information. Um, I will also add, now because it's in SharePoint Online, again, I want to go back to what I've talked about uh, in a prior discussion, that you no longer have your infrastructure that you have to be concerned with, the service and all of that. Now that you're in the cloud, it's all licensed. So once you're licensed to use SharePoint Online or any of those products, you're licensed to everything in SharePoint. So it makes it much easier for you um, to have access to the tools and the features you need um, in the SharePoint Online platform. You also are going to uh, take advantage of the other tools in SharePoint Online, such as Power Apps. So uh, in our particular case, um, in SharePoint on-prem, we use PlumCell because PlumCell was the, our best option for building the forms out the way we needed to, to build them so that they render in a familiar way to the user. But in SharePoint Online, there may not be a need to go and buy a third-party product because you already have access to the other tools in Microsoft 365, such as Power Apps. I can use Power Apps in the same way to build these forms and still accomplish the same goal that we accomplished using um, some of the other tools in our on-prem environment. Um, search becomes a whole lot more scalable. It's easier to find what you're looking for because the filtering has been made they're, they're much more flexible, much more robust, um, and they're contextual to where you are in SharePoint. So if I am in a list, when I run a search, well, that search is running against that list. If I'm in a library and I run a search, the search is automatically running against the library. Uh, if I want to search above, I just move a step out of from where I am. So if I'm in a library, I just go back to my site level and I run a search from there. So you, you'll find that uh, its ability to run a search and how quickly it runs search has improved. Um, so those are some of the three things I would say cost, uh, tools that are available for extending your features and search are three things that you definitely gain when you, when you move to um, SharePoint Online. Excellent. Thank you so much, Aaron, for that explanation. We're going to be back in part three to finish our discussion and talk about what ROI and recommendations look like if you're interested in migrating your Lotus Notes applications or databases to SharePoint Online. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Trace and Aaron, for the discussion today. As always, feel free to like and share this podcast. Stay tuned for part three of this series.